Hi, welcome back to another episode of Film News. As always, I'm James. He's... I'm Theo. What's going on, guys? Now, today marks a um, very new season for us as we completed our second, our 22nd, um, our 22nd episode with Endgame, which um, is actually kind of um, ironic because Endgame was also the 22nd movie in the Marvel Universe. Uh, it wasn't planned that way. <laughs> just walked out and like I wasn't at Endgame, so I came back. They, uh, <laughs> they went and uh, got the stones and brought me back. So uh. yeah, <laughs> um, he was finger snapped. Yeah, <laughs> I was finger snapped from last episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, before we get into today's uh, movie, um, question is: uh, I, I said I, I meant to ask you this over here, but um, I've got I, I've got to uh, send it to you. But um, what is one topic or movie that you, that you want us to tackle in this uh, season? Wait. Oh, topic? Topic or, or movie. Yeah, you should have sent me this. <laughs> <laughs> ah, man, you put me on the spot. Uh, I mean, it's, it's what I do best. Like, what do you mean? Like, topic, like, genre any, or topic? Any, any, any movie topic, you know, any type of thing, film, you know. Rather, it's uh, like you know how we talk about Hollywood last time. You know, any like it's anything that you would want <laughs> us to do this this time around. Let's talk about the social justice warriors in films. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't really know I mean, right now. Um, at the point, um, I mean, I think we've just been doing every. I mean, for the so far. For the fans, I just think we've just been trying to be more variety and stuff like that. I mean, we might have to do some more romantic comedies and stuff. I think we only what did one, <laughs> <laughs> so we, we we're trying to figure out what's what's our best of. So we know y'all like the anime and some of the uh, popular movies. So able mm, love popular movies, yeah. You know, see, um. I would actually love to have a debate on movie franchise, like who who has the best movie franchise or trilogy. Kind of, kind of like how Marvel and DC type thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man, we can do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have more material to go with. Yeah. Yeah. Come up with some uh, interested. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not that really. Well, it, I mean, it, it, I mean, like franchises. Well, we got something to work with because we still got. Yeah, you're right. We, we we got a couple of them. Even if we don't do the Marvel and DC. Still got Star Wars. Aliens. Star Trek. Aliens. Yeah. Predator. All oh, Aliens and Predator. Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, like there's plenty of good stuff out and there. And we got horror since they want to read. We could probably do like the Stephen King movie since they just True. redid Good, uh, good. Good. Like, um, we, um, we, um, we, we actually could break it down. We can, we can do one just on horror. Then we can do sci fi. Did no, we do this. horror recently? I don't think we did a horror no, last um, season. No, we haven't. I don't think we have done a horror yet. What about a thriller? Because I know thrillers and horrors can go back to back. Um, we did um, The Hallway. That was kind of thriller. Action thriller. Um, but as you, like, I'm thinking like suspense. Like suspense. Thriller. Like the suspense yeah, thrillers. The you know, like. No, I mean, we haven't, no, we haven't, no, we haven't done one yet. So we haven't did that thriller. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, you know, horror, definitely, because, you know, new check coming out. <laughs> <laughs> and, I don't and, see how it's a reboot when 
they just had two Netflix versions of it. So, and, um, and also, uh, even though it's not horror horror, but I guess you can kind of consider it consider it be horror. Um, um, a bright bun that's coming out um on the twenty fourth. Not know if you um seen the trailers for it. Mm, yeah, I did. Wait, you say you want to see that, don't you? Yes. Okay. I was. I'm interested in seeing that. It's under. It is under horror, because I remember looking it up. It is. It is considered a horror movie. I, I believe so. It, it like I'm, like it has that horror feel to it. So I believe I'm. Um, I didn't. I didn't. Catch. It's it's one of those movies because I was looking at it to see what it was. It's uh. It has more than one title to it. So I did see that. Yeah. But yeah, um, but that's something that you know we can definitely, uh, we can definitely do this time around. And the fans, yeah, if y'all got any uh, requests, <laughs> yeah, um, as always, you know, um, we are we are always interested in, um, in hearing your thoughts on whether what on topics, movies, um, whatever you know, just let us know. Um, but today we are going to be talking about the movie. Sun Dogs. Sun Dogs. Which is a movie um released by um released by Netflix on April 6, thousand eighteen. And is also the directorial um debut of um debut of actress Jennifer Morrison, who is known for her roles in T V shows such as um House and Once Upon a Time. So um this is actually her, her first film as being a director. Mm-hmm. And the film stars Michael, um, as always, Anagrando. Yes, <laughs> thank you. Because <laughs> I was about to butcher his name. Um, yeah, I saw him as the lead, uh, who plays the character uh, Ned Ch- Ned Chipley, and you may recognize him in films from Haywire, and you said also um, the Forbidden Kingdom. Yes, and it also stars Melissa Boniste as Tally, who played Supergirl. In the CW series, and um, the film also has Exhibit, who plays uh, Masters uh, Master Sergeant Jenkins, Ed Neal. Oh yeah, our buddy. <laughs> everybody know who's everybody should know who Ed Ed Neal Ed, Ed, Ed O'Neill. Yeah, especially with Modern Family. Yeah, Modern Family, uh-huh. Never the Children, and also, um, well, he plays uh, Ned's um, stepfather, and Allison. Jeannie plays his mother, and she also has a very extensive career. Nothing that I, I, I probably has seen, but looking at looking at her resume, she she plays in a whole lot of stuff, whether whether it's TV or film. Um, but according to IMDb, Sundogs is about a young man determined to be a military hero. Ends up on a misguided adventure with his family and new friend Tally, which leads him to the most unlikely realization of how he can courageously save lives. Now, usually we go jump into plot, um, but I think we I, I think we should um, we could go to take a, another route and go with the actors first, you know, so. How do you how do you feel about the acting in this movie? The acting? It was it was good. It was good. It was very believable. 
acting is supposed to make people believe that that person actually exists. So the characters, even like Exhibit, mm-hmm. <laughs> he played the Marine guy pretty good. Ed O'Neill, he did. He we seen him play Father Rose, you know that father figure type, you know laid back, and his mother, she played. I mean, especially for the time period, because you know it's not. It's back in the back in the early uh, two thousand and one. So I think it did really good. Uh, I don't think with two thousand one. Um, I think it was said two thousand and eleven. Well, it was no, right. I mean, it was right after early two thousand. I know it was early yeah. two thousand. Because it was right after September eleventh. So yeah, it was. It was sometime after September eleventh. Yeah, no, it was. I forget the year they said the year but I don't think it was exactly now that well if anything it was probably two years after or yeah because yeah, yeah. they I'm, had the yeah, 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 yeah. He was, yeah he was around that time yeah I forgot the, there was um, a couple news uh, uh, news clippings where they was talking about it so yeah it was around the time of 9-11 um I followed the cast the cast was solid um is it wasn't a, I guess like a big Hollywood stellar cast, but like, it was a big um the cast was pretty good, you know, like, I guess I guess if you are in tune to, the industry, you probably recognize a lot of these faces and names, um but like, as far as Melissa and Michael, they have a lot they've they've done a lot of work, but, nothing too popular, right. You know, my name is being super good on, on CW. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but I feel like the cast did a solid job. I love everybody's performances. And I especially love how Michael played and portrayed Ned. You know, mm-hmm. especially me looking at uh, Ned's uh, disability. Yeah, uh, like, it could be some kind of, sometimes, I see it. A lot of people can't pull that off, you right. know. A lot of folks go too over the top where it seems kind of offensive, mm-hmm. you know. Which is why I never really got into Warboy, because you know, a lot, a lot of folks uh, relate studying to being retarded, you know, and that's not over the case. And even though I, 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 I know the Warboy would be a comedy, you know, it kind of to me it felt like. No, I agree with you. Yeah, kind of something. Was, Cause I never looked at it that far because I took it as a comedy. But mm-hmm. I, but if you do want to dive in and analyze it, does a lot of people did consider him dumb. But then that's the whole stereotype too of the South. But yeah. the, actually, he was just sheltered. You know, really wasn't even his fault. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. his yeah. mother was sheltering. Yeah, you know? in, in that regard, I didn't like. It felt like you know he was kind of poking fun. You know, but I feel like Michael. He, he he did a real good job of portraying someone who who has a has a disability, but in showing that just because he had a disability doesn't mean that he can act somewhat uh, somewhat normal. I guess I'll, I'll use that word. And then you couldn't really tell at first. No, you couldn't. I mean, like you could tell there was something off. Off, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I want to say off. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah, exactly. Like like you could tell. Like actually, was one of the things that I love about the movie that. They didn't like in his performance and in the story. Like you, you they look like you know that he had a disability. Nah. You like you probably thinking, okay, you know, maybe he was messed up. Maybe he did uh, was in the military a little bit, and he 
uh, it's just a you know like a fact or not. But as you go along, he you learn like, okay, he does have disability, you know. <laughs> so I, I love how he actually handled. Everything. What scene do you think came to you when you felt like he he did have the disability? Uh, it was when um. Uh, it was it was the scene where uh, after um, he gets rejected um, by uh, uh, a character, and he comes back home and he sees his room and he he's wearing the cougar hat. <laughs> you know he's pouting. Who he was pouting in his room wearing uh, a this cougar mascot hat, mm-hmm. um, and he just he will not come out of his room. You know, so automatically that tells me that he's kind of childish. Right, but. I don't think he's he's a grown man, but I think he's he's old enough. He probably somewhere between eighteen and twenty one. Right. You know, so <laughs> I got it there, but when they show him tackling the football and once I realized he tackled <laughs> he tackled <laughs> he tackled the the opposite team, mm-hmm. then I was like, wait a minute, because I don't know, I think I looked away, I was picking up something and it was like, oh yeah, he got it. Ever since he got it from the football game, you remember what happened at the football game? They did the flashback <laughs> mm-hmm. and I just told him, I was like, oh, this dude is a, yeah, he's he's special somehow. <laughs> <laughs> he knocked him and then it just, you know, the way the mother, and mm-hmm. that's another thing too, the mother like defended him. So I was like, okay. And she played it, you know, like, oh, no, 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 don't hurt him, though. You know, he didn't mean that thing. And then he has, and then he plays the face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he didn't understood why people were mad at him. Yeah. And I was just like. So I was trying to help out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. He was about to score a touchdown. I was trying to help. <laughs> <laughs> he hit him hard. <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah, because, like, yeah, like, the acting was really, was really, really, really great. And. It felt natural. Like, and don't forget, he actually uh, convinced <laughs> a lot of people yes. in the story. You know that, and they didn't. They couldn't see past it. Yes, like I feel like the Marines uh, knew. You know, like they kept it from us. Yeah, they they, they kept it from us. And I think because you know, just this is actually natural. You know, because yeah. like in real life, you you're not gonna put that on notice. Because, like, well, I don't think a lot of folks would. You know, most folks would be, who feel kind of uncomfortable uh, calling a person who, uh, I guess I could say a little slow, mm-hmm. addressing that. Most folks could be, you know. But like, see, that's that's where they set it up at because yeah. the recruiter he was working with who knew it, mm-hmm. let it go on. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I did, like how Exhibit, they... I think he played that role good because he was in an awkward situation and mm-hmm. he did try to handle it even though the first way he tried to handle it, which was had good intentions, but he didn't understand who he was dealing with. And yeah. then I like how he came back and apologized and then he you know, he was like, Look, you know, I should have been straight up with you. But that's the thing where I knew everybody else knew, mm-hmm. you know, it was just that they didn't wanna inform and they nobody really tried to be honest with the guy. Yeah. You know, because, like, if the dude knew, and because for, for you that didn't know in the, in the thing, every, uh, well, like, every day he'll go run and build up his uh, Marine run time, and he'll mm-hmm. take pictures. So the recruiter, and for those, <clears throat> sometimes when you're trying to go into the military, you can uh, send them updates to show, you know, that you're meeting the standards and stuff like that. And that's what he was trying to do. Yeah. But the recruiter got transferred. 
and he was unaware. So the thing is, he kind of had to start over with Exhibit character. So Exhibit didn't know everything, but it seemed like the other guys in the office kind of knew, but they didn't give. But you could tell that they didn't really give him a heads up of what this guy, because this guy kind of pretty much, I would say, what the last. I can't tell what the numbers was that a whole year. Because oh, he had like three, six, okay. So for a whole year, this dude is giving. So I would, at the bare minimum, I would say at least weekly, mm-hmm. he was sending information. So that means that everybody else in the office, besides Exhibit, had an idea what this dude's situation now, was. I think it was daily, because uh, he was taking pictures every day. Right. Yeah. Like, That's what I said. Yeah. I mean, I hope he yeah. wasn't doing it. Because <laughs> yeah, remember, if it was daily, they would have known. But yeah. I, I, I would. I, I thought it was kind of like weekly, you know, yeah. showing this update. Yeah. Because you daily, I mean, if he ain't meeting the run time, <laughs> you know, I mean, sure, that'd be nice if you can uh, drop <laughs> your run time <laughs> every day. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like, like, I feel like all, all, all the acting was natural. Because sometimes actors performance can distract you and take you out. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't get none of that for this movie. Like, everybody, everybody's acting actually drew you closer into the film, you know. Uh, and I hats off to the cast. Like, yeah, everybody, everybody's performance, but especially Michael's. Jimmy Michael's stand out a little bit more than the others. But the movie's plot, uh, it's not too complicated. Uh, it's actually pretty simple a little bit. Um, it's actually, to me, it's kind of good because sometimes you don't need a over-complicated, you mm-hmm. know, story, you know, to tell what complicated plot to tell the story. You know, sometimes simple is best. Um well we first see him waking like as as you, you stated before, in the beginning of the movie he's he wakes up and he's doing his marine workouts, um, as we previously stated. Um so like he would come home, his mom gave him his protein shake, he would take his picture, post it on the on his Polaroid and he posts on the wall and it's been a year of him doing this, um, which actually shows his dedication into joining the Marines. And also, he also has uh, dreams of him being in in Marines. But um, you you later find finds out that it's actually uh, scenes from Deer Hunter, <laughs> which is which is his favorite movie. <laughs> and and ironically, um, ironically, he's also born. Or September 11th as well, because oh, okay. uh, they mentioned um, it was his birthday as also, which he he goes down to the recruitment office to once again um, trying to enlist, which is actually his fourth time doing so, which um, where he finds out that the guy who he has been dealing with is no is no longer there, and exhibit character um, Master Sergeant Jenkins. Uh, finds out the hallway about who Ned is, you know. It's actually a real funny scene because he he starts taking off his his uh, shirt and starts doing push ups and show it shows how much muscle he put on. It's actually a pretty good job for someone in his condition, you know. <laughs> and he he starts doing push ups and outside of the door, um, the other guys who probably uh, they know yeah they who knew. knew. They know. Like it's outside watching and kind of laughing at exhibit, you know. <laughs> um, oh, because actually, um, often stated, this is this is actually a dark comedy. Um, so 
not knowing if everybody who's familiar with dark comedies, dark comedy usually uh, deals with taboo subjects like here, uh, a person's uh, mental disability, you know, and they kind of tell it in a comical way, but without being too comical about it, if that makes sense. One thing about Ned is his whole thing is a, he, he only only thing he wants to do is save lives. But due to his disability, uh, which we later find out is due to the doctors messing him up at both. We like they don't tell you how exactly, but um Bob who who's who's Ned's um stepfather I mean, okay, so I'm but I got you. <laughs> well, yeah, because they've been living there, yeah. Yeah, um, and they said they was married, you know, so. Even though he did, they didn't have a ring. You know. Oh, yeah, that's right, that's yeah. right. I didn't think they was married for real. I just thought it was just a fact. What's that, that old school where, you know, couples who stay together, they take on the road without the marriage license and stuff. I forgot what you call that, like common law or whatever. Yeah. But, like, well, he did call her wife, my wife, you know. But I mean, but yeah, but she mm. left him. Which <laughs> <laughs> I still don't understand. I, I'm still a little confused on. Like I kind of think I got why she left, but she was going to be gone for a year. But uh, I guess we get to. Well, I guess we discuss that once we get once we get to that part. Um, but yeah, so. Yeah, he he mentioned to Tally that you know about his disability and how well kind of how it happened, but um, so so ideally he can never join the Marines do because of this hmm. because like um this is his fourth time through so so he comes home he's he's depressed and he he's wearing his cougar hat <laughs> in his room and he doesn't want to go to his birthday well um they was go they was gonna go to um go to corral for his birthday and he doesn't want to go. And it leads to Bob and I think her name is Marie um, have a little argument, you know, about uh, why why she always, about how she always uh, babying him. And, well, I, I would call him babying him, but she kind of supports and feeds into his dreams of trying to become a Marine. Yeah, but see, that's the thing where some stuff, if other people baby him, then... <laughs> Cause they wasted a lot of time with him thinking he, he was going to be a marine. I mean, yeah, it's cool they got in shape, but remember it was four times. So the marines was actually wasting his time too. <laughs> to be honest, because they yeah. already knew once they once he signed the stuff and they probably got his medical record. Yeah, it was just. On the other hand, as his mom, I can see you know wanting to support your child in their dreams. You know. Well, I get that too. Because I, I know it's a fine line. Because some people feel support him, even though you know they can get credit. Because that's, that's one of the things. Like, I think some people, it's, it's sensitive. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, because if you don't support him, it messes up you. Yeah. But then at the same time, it messes up your relationship. But at the same time, it can crush them if they go out there and realize that the world, well, for instance, like the Marines, the Marines was like, no, we, you're. You would never be a Marine at all. Not in his lifetime. And that was going to crush him. So it's just one of those things where it's kind of like, with guys, like, you know, most guys be like, look, let's just eliminate it. Because it just depends. Mm. Are you worrying about the emotions of your relationship or the fact that 
the before and the after, you know. So it, it was it's, it's kind of sensitive. <laughs> yeah, it is. especially um, once you factor his disability in not knowing one kind of disability. I, I'm pretty sure it was some kind of learning disability mm-hmm. um, because uh, he would write down his thoughts and ideas on. Uh, on, on a little cards or that. Well, actually, he was he was he would type them on a typewriter, mm-hmm. and you know, so whenever you know he's out and uh, like no, if he like like when he go would go to his uh would go to the recruitment office, he has his cards of things to say, you know. So once he uh something would come up like oh, I got call for that. He would, you know recite the card, whatnot. So. Yeah, not not knowing the extent of his disability, like she probably felt, you know, that I guess her, her way to make him feel normal, you know, like a right, 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 and I, that, I agree with that with the relationship, but four times, <laughs> <laughs> that's where I agree with, uh, you know, the father was saying, hey, you know, we need to nip this in the bud, because then that way he can turn, which the movie actually kind of shows. That's one issue. <laughs> one of the plots of the movie is how he turns and and yeah. set his mind on something else. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I do see where Bob was coming from, but I always feel like if you're gonna, uh, like in the case, prevent him or at least, I guess, kind of cross the dreams, you should at least steal him or them, whoever. Into another direction, right? You know? And I agree with that, and that's the thing, and that's what I'm saying. Where yeah. I agree with, where like most males would try to do that, he didn't do that, no. because, and then that's where I like how Exhibit character actually tried to do that, and I kind of looked at Bob like, "Yo, man, you yeah. know, you're sitting here with him every single day. You should be trying to, if you really care, you should be trying to, yeah. hey, try to, because." That's where I think the mother was doing. She was encouraging everything he was doing. I think she probably indulged a little bit too much, but she was trying from her side. And and some people can say it's a masculine, feminine thing. You know what I'm saying? We, mm. She's going with, like I said, the emotional side. Like, hey, you know, I'm going to support him to make him feel, you know. Yeah. But that's where, like you said, Bob should have been like, okay, he can't do this. Let's try this. He can't do that. And it, it and we can hear he's trying, but it was to me I kind of now that you bring it up kind of cynical like yeah. cynical and know? it's kind of like he was just giving up on him because he was like oh well you can't go to a fire oh man yeah. you, you 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 quit from a volunteer firefighting like it's like he was he wasn't helping no, oh, he, he got he got kicked out oh he got kicked out but yeah. that's what I'm saying like yeah. he yeah. wasn't trying to help him yeah like you know like I would look at like okay you can't do this scratch that off you can't do this scratch that off mm-hmm. and the only reason he he actually tried to kind of go into that path is when he realized his girl left. And then it's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, you know. But yeah. the whole time, he should have been trying to... You're okay, trying to still, like, yeah. hey, you, you, like, your disability doesn't allow you to do this, but let's steer you into a direction where something that you can do. Because mm-hmm. he wasn't handicapped. No, no, no. Like... I mean, we know he's physically strong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just needs anything where he... I would say a job where he's not communicating a lot. Like I could definitely see him like running a kennel or something like that. Like that would have been, you know, taking care of animals at a shelter, you know? Cause like I said, the things they put him in and that was the, 
you know, he wants to, I get he wants to deal with people, but they could have looked into that. Because now all the stuff, he wanted to be Marines, he worked at a hospital, he worked at a firefight. Like, all the things that he did show, and and I guess the movie kind of gets that near the end. He's try, His goal is to help people, which yeah. they could encourage. Because, and that's why I get with the mother, because the mother is also a nurse in, this, mm-hmm. in, in here. So, you know, she has that instinct. So she wants to support it. But even with the, it's just that I don't think, I think with Bob, with his logic, he could have analyzed a little bit more yeah. and broke it down. Because like I said, she was supporting him 100%, but he could have used it like, okay, you want to save people, let's break it down. Let's do this and let's try this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we can we can see where we go here. Cause he already had the support. He just needed guidance. The guidance. Yeah. <laughs> and most and that's where I think normally the father is, because they mm-hmm. really on that, hey, this is where you might want to go. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And he didn't and we can see that where Exhibit actually tried to do that. Mm-hmm. Cause most of the, the female characters, they supported him, but he didn't have that guidance. You know, like, ironically, it, like, it was Bill, it was Bill, Bob, that gave him the, uh, I guess, the motivation to get out of his depression. Even though I don't think Bob did it in, in, in the, did it to, uh, I guess, help him. I guess he was trying to be a little cynical. Like, cause, <laughs> um, he tells him how, um, neighbor's, uh, son, Who's in the Marines? He he wanted them home, and maybe you know, like um he could take yeah. his, like well maybe um he could take his spot, you know, like he says it, but he instantly he instantly regrets it as after he says it. Yeah. But I felt like he was saying it more to be. Uh, I agree. Like a joke a little bit. No, I think he yeah. he kind of I think it was being a hole to be yeah. honest because he does that again with the and it just went on and took my time. Uh, when he. When he wants to talk to him, he knows there's certain. See, that's the thing. He wants him. It's kind of like, and that's the thing where I can see where the dark comedy mm-hmm. with disability. You want them to be that age or whatever, but mm-hmm. then you kind of want to overlook the disability because even when he was like, "Oh yeah, I think I lost my, mom. I lost your mom's." Oh, did you try looking upstairs? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, nice talking to you. And yeah. then, like. <laughs> <laughs> you know he knows he knows he, he knows he can only talk a certain way but yeah. it, but that's where I look at it, like because yeah, um, Ned takes everything like kind of like in Drax and Gullen Galaxy like they don't understand metaphors like, he, he doesn't understand metaphors um, he doesn't he doesn't understand metaphors right so he takes everything um, literal right. you know so he, so he said yeah I lost your mother he's thinking what you can't find my mom like <laughs> like, like it's his whole person. Like, how can you not find my mom? You know, like, not knowing that he meant, uh, emotion. I I emotionally lost your mother, you know. And then, and because of his settlement, I think he had he. Because t- now that we're discussing, dude, I want to say sometimes he wanted to. He was taking some stuff out on him because even yeah. with the movie stuff, she the mother was like, "Oh, well, why you keep watching these war movies?" And I was like. Nobody likes it, but it's like he like he enjoys spending time with him. But it's just it, it, you right. Is now because um there was arguing because like he was Bob was saying like pretty much like yo was just supporting him in this this fantasy you mm-hmm. know that you need to uh find a way to get him out of that. 
but she's like, well, you always, you know, seeing them watching war movies, right. knowing that he wants to be a Marine. Mm-hmm. And Bob's mind, mind says, like, who wants, who wants to go to war watching this, you know? <laughs> not, but not knowing that, you know, Ned is actually getting motivated even more. Right. Because, you know, he sees himself going out there saving people. He sees himself you know? in the character, yeah. which is what he's not looking. See, and, and then you got to remember, too, we're talking about different wars. We're talking mm-hmm. about different different type of military mindset because I mean even with September 11 here a lot of people rushed to be in the military you know mm-hmm. that to be patriot but he went to Vietnam War the war did was just nobody wants to be in war but he forgot that his his mentality and his growing up is to that generation and like the now generation mm-hmm. the military look totally different you know what I'm saying so where them they, I want to say honestly, during those type of wars, you probably weren't expecting nobody to come back. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, and then the death toll was very, very high compared mm-hmm. to you know the, the Iraq and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, so Bob is looking at it like, okay, these movies about Vietnam War, the Korean War, you know, should actually scare him, you know, out of this, you know. But no, because when the picture in the in the room from the character from the deer hunter yeah okay see yeah he should have known something (laughs) and that's why I said he really went I I can't really tell what he was thinking (laughs) yeah Yeah, so after uh, that gets the idea to take the neighbor's uh, son's spot he rushes back well the next day he goes to visit uh, Zimba's character and he pretty much tells them you know that he wants to take his spot. And so this is when Exhibit tries to find another another avenue to, I guess, to get him to stop coming. He he, came, he comes up with this um, elaborate story where the fight is on the whole front, you know, that the real heroes is at home, you know, protecting the home. Mm-hmm. And he, he goes on and he, like 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 all that sounds good. This is this is you know true you know. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but he goes on and talking about there's a lot of uh, terror cells around here under our noses, which actually starts to intrigue even intrigue Ned even more. Mm-hmm. You know, so he he so he pretty much puts him on this well unknowingly puts him on this adventure <laughs> to go out. And find terrorist cells, you know, in the homeland, you know. So he gives them a deck of cards that has different. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's pretty much the the suspects. They they give it out to the to the military folks because they play cards. They memorize the faces. Yeah, of all the terrorists, the top terrorists. Yeah. So and and like so, man. Of course, man asked about you know his unit name. So. On the spot, he he calls him a sun dog, cause on his, on his desk there's a picture. He has a picture of a sun dog, and for those who don't know, a sun dog is pretty much is is when uh reflection of the sun. Yeah, there's two reflections of the sun on like on, on each side, mm-hmm. you know. So those two reflections are are considered sun dogs. And then remember, the Marines is called devil dogs. So he was very. He's, he wants to be part of the mili- the the Marines, especially the Marines. He, which that's another thing I didn't understand. 
Because before I can understand his disability, I didn't understand why they sent him to the army. But, <laughs> but yeah, he so um, exhibit tries to try to make it sound as very close to Devil Dog. So since he had the picture of a sun dog, it's like, well, you could be a sun dog, you yeah. know. And then he has to explain it like, no, these are our home front folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, he, right, so later on, he runs into Tally, who's played by um, Melissa um, Bonis. Who is a girl who she kind of hustles people? Mm-hmm. Like she she don't really have a job. She we still have a, like she lives out our trailer home, so she kind of I guess kind of poor a little bit. I would say, um, like she she, she fitting for herself because she later find out that her mother committed suicide, um, and she. Jen, she uh, usually comes to up to the casino where he works at as he works as a janitor there, and but I guess she'd been in trouble for I guess uh, scamming a lot of customers whatnot. So I'm sorry, I'm just remembering <laughs> the security guard incident. <laughs> <laughs> at first, it, it caught me off guard because I looked away from the TV, and then he, and then the 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 Middle Eastern guy was caught. And I'm like. What just happened? Man? I just skipped back. It's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, so she's still, you know, trying to, you know, hustle a man, whatnot, and I guess Ned always watches her. You know, mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm, I don't think he ever talked to her, but he always watches. So, um, so this time, uh, she could, she could, she could, she could kick, she could kicked out uh, again. So he decided to follow her, and and starts telling her about terrorists, you know, or whatnot. And but like she, I'm not sure if she thinks if she thinks he's being funny, you know, the fact of that his boss is uh, Middle Eastern, you know, some good going because she 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 calls him Bin Laden, you know, and he goes that's not he's like no Bin Laden in the United States. You know, like I think she was until he told him that he was an agent, and then she filled in the blanks, and it was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, because because yeah, if he if he said he was anything else, then she would have like okay. But then when he was like, yeah, I'm undercover, and she was like, oh, that makes sense, a janitor, and you still live with your moms, <laughs> and that's her. That's the that's the issue I kind of had with her because he was honest. She just filled in those questions herself. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> she did. You know, because <laughs> like, yeah, he he never he never was really, he, he never really say he's he was he, he was in the war, or Mm-mm. or whatnot. But she felt in she felt in a lot of blanks. Yeah, he got yeah. a scar. Oh wow, you must have got that from like she she's not even saying how did you get the scar. She's like, oh, you must have got that when you was over there. And he was like, I don't think he answered. No, oh, um, like he, he just changed the. Change the change the yeah. yeah. Oh no! Look, they're coming. Like I think they they had it set up like that because uh, I think she was trying to ask more questions, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden he'll change it to whatever they was doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so uh, eventually they do go out and start. Well, they, they start tracking his boss because of course his boss is Middle Eastern, which is actually very. I thought um, they. I thought they thought he looked like the dude on the card. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so um which is actually very stereotypical, you know, yeah. kind of you know, I guess kind of racist, you know, because uh, 
But now it's popular during that time. Yeah, it is. So let's just not follow him because uh, a, lot of his, a lot of his buddies who also be the Eastern pulls up at his place in, in the right van. So they start making uh, uh, home videos uh, and sending it back to Jenkins who's watching these videos thinking, I don't know what he's thinking, but he's looking like, like, what have I done? <laughs> like I created a monster. Like he, he kept he constantly sending videos <laughs> of uh, contacts and whatnot. Um, but I guess we could talk about that scene. Uh, they go back to the casino to try to get his boss's cell phone, and he was supposed to create a um, a diversion. So as she's getting uh, dragged out by the security guard. He he uh, he comes behind the scare guard and puts him in the chokehold. Cause earlier in the movie when he's talking to exhibit, uh he he mentions how he's st- uh studied. He does martial arts. Yeah, he I would say it's showing that because when did he study that? Because that's another see that's another thing that I understand, cause they say he did Ju Kundo, then he was doing mixed martial arts. So I just didn't understand why. If that's the case, even with you know, Jun Kundo he could have, I mean, once he, if they had steered him that, he could have mm-hmm. been an instructor, a junior instructor. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, but that, that wasn't what lined up to him. Like, no, no, so I, you probably I, see way how, how you say Well, I get it with the whole thing, yeah, with the whole saving people, but like I said, it's something where, you know, that could have been his job instead of, well, because then he had a job at a janitor, which means, but once again, a lot of, we, we, we do get the impression that a lot of stuff that he was doing he, he makes a mistake and he get fired. So yeah, but they don't really go into that. Yeah, but I, feel, I feel like the job was more of probably Bob's doing. You know, think hey, you gotta get a job. Hey, you gotta get a job. You know, you gotta get a job. You know, you gotta make money. You know, so I feel that that's why he will, okay. Yeah, I'll get a job. Get out the house, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he, he puts the skid guard in, in a chokehold and puts him to sleep. And he has to get arrested. Which <laughs> <laughs> Bob had to go bail him, bail him out. Um, and once again, she also filled that in because he got out of jail. Because she didn't understand what was going on. She filled in the blanks for that too. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she believes that Jenkins uh, bails him out mm-hmm. and whatnot. So as time goes on, they they become a little closer. Or at least she feels herself coming a little closer. Well, I, I guess they both get closer to each other. Um, no, you were right. She was feeling closer because he was genuine. Yeah. <clears throat> That's the thing. Remember, she she he was genuine. So and Bob, who who has had frequent frequent runs in with Tally, I think I'm not. At the casino, um, realizes that the girl that he's been going out with is her. He starts to start accusing her for uh, for using net. Mm-hmm. You know, not no, not knowing what's going on. You know, because like he knows the type he, of girl she is. Yeah, he just yeah he jumped to conclusion. He knew she was a hustler. So, yeah. but she, she insisting like she starts insisting that you know. Is, um, it's not what you think, you right. know. Uh, and eventually, he ends up telling her the truth, mm-hmm. you know. And because like she, she um, 
she calls him out, saying that you know um, he got he got the, his scar from the war. He, he's because uh, Bob says that he has half a brain, so she starts defending that whatnot, and so Bob turns around, um, telling him, "Well, one, I fought in Vietnam, and if you go upstairs to his room, like his room does not look like a, a marine, you know." He's like, go to the room and And that's tell the only thing that they throw me off because when he said that, like, what was his room supposed to be? Because his room's... Look, look kind of childish. Like, look, look like a, a little kid because he had little play army toys. Oh, okay, I got you. You know, like, it, like, it looked, kind of, it looked more of a room that belonged to a little kid. You know? That's what you're saying. Like, it didn't look like no grown men, uh, especially even someone who would be in the room. You know, it, which kind of makes her upset because cause right after that, he comes back to go and follow uh, the guy back to the airport and only to discover that he's, him and his friends were making a... Uh, no, they weren't making a... Well, because remember, they... <clears throat> They thought they was trying to be like the the regular the real terrorists. How yeah. they got their pilot license, but they were trying to do that. They were into the hobby uh, planes, so they was getting like their pilot license so they can fly those the big yeah. um the big the real big planes. Mm-hmm. And then she had seen it, and plus her conversation with Bob, and she realized what they was doing, and she snapped on them. <laughs> yeah, so uh, she said some harsh words to him, uh, and. That pretty like she pretty much spreads from him, you know. And of course, he goes into his deep depression. But he 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 sends Jenkins a a card saying that he resigns. He's he's totally he he's completely sunken into his depressed state, you know. And but before then, there's there's uh, a scene where. She tells him well, she reads a book called "Catching Catching Catching the Rye," mm-hmm. and she explains to him about a guy who would catch people as they fall off of cliffs and catch them, you know. And he like, oh, I'm like, I I do that, you know. But uh, like, she tells him that that that's physically impossible for me to do for you to do that, you know. Uh, and later on, it leads to them going back to her place, and she. Tells tells him about her mother and how she committed suicide, which pretty much she walked to like she walked she um she left a note with Tally telling telling her that she's walking to I guess the post office or somewhere. No, I, I, she was a uh, I I do it. She was a uh, she wrote a note saying that um she's okay. Her daughter said she was she was a beautiful woman, but she was very insecure, and I guess there's. They don't go into like what made her like that, but she decides that on her way, I think she was going to the post office, mm-hmm. on her way to the post office, um, if nobody says hello to her or say hi or anything, she's going to jump off the bridge. Yeah. And they're near, so they're in uh, it was California. Yeah. No, that was good. Um, in Arizona, um, her dream was always to go to San Francisco. Oh, okay. Well, there's a bridge in there. I thought it was because... He went to the Marines and it was in San Diego. Oh, they live close to San Diego, yes. But uh 
when her mama committed suicide, it was in. in, in oh, in, okay, 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 okay. So, because I, I remember he was okay, because her boyfriend left. Okay, okay. So yeah, that's what happened, and uh, she she kind of got assessed, and she did like her little research on um, how many people actually commit suicide jumping off the bridge. Yeah. She drew a picture of it and stuff like that, and then that's where. Um, if you're like paying attention to the movie, it kind of hints to what the ending might be. Yeah, cause um, after they they little break up, Jenkins comes and apologizes for not telling not for not telling the truth. You know, I think this is what you were talking about earlier. Well, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, when you once they know you're disqualified, it's a no. I mean, just like any job, like no, we don't want you, you or whatever. Mm-hmm. And remember, Jenkins just did what everybody else did because remember that was his fourth time before he seen Jenkins. So Jenkins pretty much said, "I should have told you, you know, that you would never be a Marie, mm-hmm. you know, and I should have never, should have never, you know, let it yeah. keep going, you know." Yeah, but um, but he does tells them that every man does need a purpose. Mm-hmm. And pretty much tries to still guide him, um, and try to get him out of his little um, salon, whatnot. So, real time goes on. Uh, Marie, <laughs> I still don't understand how he still did the salute wrong in the whole movie. <laughs> oh, that was like really. Are he you does. serious? He does the salute wrong the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no one, no one stopped to um, correct him, and but I guess because he, everybody knows that he has a disability, they, they, they let him slide, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, by this time, um, Marie, she, um, she leaves because um, Ned, well, good luck, um, because there's a part of the movie where she, she tells Ned that, um, she always had a dream of going to um, New York. And becoming an EMT, and Ned pretty much tells her, you know, that well, in, in his um in his own way, uh, gives her the idea that you know what, start making excuses, go, you no, know, go follow your dreams, you know. Well, I didn't get that. When um when they was when she was um they're sitting now he's playing with the cards, uh, she was talking, telling him about uh her dreams, going to New York and whatnot. Cause see, I didn't understand. And was it because she just wanted to go to New York, or she just seen the opportunity to do it in New York? No, um, she, 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 like she was like, um, I, like, um, she like, if I um, like, if I ever told you that, um, uh, as a kid, well, as not a kid, but well, younger, I always wanted to go to New, go to New, uh, living living um in New York and be a um M, 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 and he like. Uh, so he did lose her then. So she, so after she finished the, that little program, she's not coming back. I guess. I ideally know. Like, cause like never like um, go. You know, it's like well I can't. You know, uh, like it'd be foolish of me. Uh, I he's like, you like you have you have you have you always have um, the credentials. Like, it's like she stops. I, I just didn't understand why she couldn't. It was in a major city. She couldn't be AMT where she was at, but I, I think I missed that part. Then, well, it's fact that it was it was her dream, you know. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, her dream was to live in New York City and be a, 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 a EMT, you know. 
and she even tells Bob that for the longest time she has been using Ned as an excuse to not pursue her dreams. Okay, now I do remember that. You know, which I feel like a lot of this movie is about about you know your fears and pursuing your dreams and how how a lot of folks don't uh, chase and follow their dreams because like they're scared to fail or they they're scared to venture out in into the unknown. You know. No, and it kind of makes sense where Ned wasn't able to do, but he's. He still chased his dream, and, and where tried. she was, she she was able to, to mm-hmm. do it because she was already in the field. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and then that's a yeah. Well, I think Bob can be in that situation too. Yeah, but um, it's kind of hard because he's sitting there waiting for that settlement. Yeah, see, I thought Bob's whole situation was he could be out there moving, well, not moving, but moving on with his life. Mm-hmm. But he's sitting there waiting. On something that may never happen, you know, because right. later on he says he, he admits, well, that settlement may never come because he gets in the accident. Well, he he's a truck driver. Well, he was a truck driver, but he he, he has this accident, and they have he has a lawsuit going on. But they, he he says that if he caught working, uh, he could lose the lawsuit, you know. So he's he 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 literally does nothing but drink and go to. Go to the casino, you know, gamble. Like I, I would assume, uh, and he, he constantly. He, I feel like he's holding everybody back because he's afraid to move on. You know. Ah, that's 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 a nice way to look at it because you're right that 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 settlement and he wants to work because my thing is that when I I took that as when he got back into the truck and he's still talking, he misses it and to me I was just like. Mm. I mean, you might as well at the end of the day. Because mm-hmm. we talking about insurance companies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, if they can hold... And then we talking about Corey. You never know how long it can be. It can be so... Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the plan. <laughs> to wait it out. And the insurance company can wait out. They could be... They can wait it out longer. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they have their income coming in. <laughs> mm-hmm. So... But I, I definitely agree with you on that. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, so at the end of the movie, uh, both Bob and Ned gets uh, postcards for their the, ladies, different, <laughs> different ladies. Uh, you don't really get to see what Marie says, but mm-hmm. like uh, you would assume that she made it, she's doing well, and she's living her dream and whatnot. Yeah, they did the little. I think they did the little flashback. I mean, you don't. You get how she's from the little clip, how she's doing. Like so, you know it's exciting and stuff like that, and she's busy. But you don't get their relation. That's the thing. You didn't get the any relation relationship um, indications. Like now, if you probably paused the video and read the postcard, you probably would. Did you do that? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> you know, because like there's a little letter on on the postcard that she writes, but um, they don't hold it for most. For too long for you really to read it, um, but she does send the postcard and does like as you said, there's a small cutaway of her being MT um, uh, personnel. So that's the thing I am curious about that because was she just keeping in contact to see how Ned doing or was it like hey I miss you you know things is going good? <laughs> Probably both because um, she tells Tally that yes she does love Bob you know 
But I feel like it's just at one point in your life, like, do you go and chase your dreams or do you stay here with the person you love who's on your back? I think she would have stayed and she would have let it go, like you said. But she's seen the opportunity. And I think that's where it goes back to, like you said, Ned kind of motivated her a little bit. Because then right now, I don't want to get political in this moment. But I, I think it's really hard for like a guy. I, I just think it's just that whole personality. Like it's hard for a woman to respect a guy if she feels that he's capable of doing something, and she is. So like by her working and she seeing him every single day, and then that's one of the things that she was saying, and she kind of actually explained it. She was like, you know, it's 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 kind of so you know people miss people, but if you get to see him every single day. You know, it was the time where she had a chance to miss him, but now she see him every single day. And I always feel like, yo, it, you gotta be doing the same as a female, or you gotta be doing more for that respect. Cause it, it does look, cause like I said, she felt that he he should have went back to work and, and forget about the money. Like she didn't care about the money. No, no, I don't think she cared about the sentiment. Like I, I think the fact of when. She wasn't used to the lifestyle where he was on the road, mm-hmm. and she had the time to, to really miss him, you right. know, which I understand. You know, mm-hmm. you know, he always wants that time to be able to miss the person. But he wasn't doing with. anything. Yeah, now and, and now yeah. he just oh, he's just there. <laughs> he's just there doing <laughs> yeah. nothing, absolutely like absolutely nothing. And I don't think it was the fact that she was working, but in fact of she sees this, she sees him, the guy who she you know loves, just sitting around. Wasting his life away, you right. know, being stationary, you know, where she has her dreams. Well, she remembers her dreams, you know, of, you know, going to New York or whatnot. Because she even states, like, let's go and travel. Like, he's like, well, as a truck driver, you know, like, you, you travel all the time. I don't really want to. And that's you know, what I'm saying. And that's why I go back to what I'm saying yeah. with her is that she had a hot. He, he by him just not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Even if he wasn't working, she was trying to. I think she was trying to make it work, and then that's the thing is like she wanted a venture, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why I think she wanted to be the EMT in New York and stuff. It's a big city life, and you know, New York, you know, you know, it's yeah, <laughs> it's, it's New York, it, it's, it's New York, you know. So she was just, and then you know, she's a little older, so she kind of just like, well, my son is old enough, he's doing okay, yeah. you know, I want to have. A life. I would say B. She want. She want to get her. Nah, I ain't gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> back. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say she. Yeah, she. Yeah, she. Mm-hmm. She. She. She just. She wanted an assignment, and he wasn't doing it because, like I said, even if he did the truck driver, they would have. He would have had the money. They mm-hmm. could have did trips, and she. I think she would have been okay with that because, like you said, a yeah. lot of people can settle. And let stuff go with their dreams, but then she looking at well. She had no problem with working and being with him. And she would have been good. And she probably would have did that now. That, oh, okay, you know, now Ned is doing everything, doing better. Let's travel. You know, we're making both money. But by him just sitting there and doing that, and then yeah. she got to take care of him. She's just like, well, shoot, I can take care of myself. Because yeah. <laughs> Ned, technically, I, I think with however they got it set up, that house and stuff, he has, he can get money. So I'm assuming he's getting some type of allotment or something. Like, oh, um, I believe, like, they do mention that he has a well. Ned himself also has a settlement, mm-hmm. which I believe came from the doctors from right. from screwing up 
You know, so he gets money from that. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So then that way, financially, he's taken care of. Yeah. Because at first I didn't understood that when they left. Because I was like, okay, they're leaving. Who's paying for the house? But then she's she didn't have to worry for him. And then that's the thing. If she's working, and that's where I get with the whole thing is, nobody wants to be with somebody that's not contributing. Yeah. <laughs> because she, she didn't have to worry about Ned financially. So everything in that house, she was technically paying, and he's not a kid, and he's not disabled. Yeah. Technically, he's not disabled. Yeah. And she didn't care about the settlement because she's like, well, you can go back to work and just forget about the settlement. You own this hope dream. And then like, I still feel like what you're saying is that here you got Ned who can't do something, yeah. and he's trying. You have a guy who can do something, but he's, he's holding down yeah. weight. And then to her, when she decides to reflect on her life and be like okay this dude's not doing anything and my son yeah who actually has a excuse right not doing anything is out here at least trying to do what he wants to do and then that's when she looked at herself is like well what am i waiting for what what am i doing and then i i think a little bit she got motivated by him too a little bit yeah and those two clashing Mm -hmm. she kind of put herself in between well who do i want to be more like you know yeah so I definitely seen that. But now that I know that he was getting I think I didn't realize until they did the uh the uh, metal detector thing. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I was like, okay, well he must be he he's financially good. And I think he's smart enough. And if not, Bob is there. Well, Bob don't have access to the money, so that's why I think the house is already good, and maybe he has a he takes care of the food. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So that's why I said he's that's why I think Bob could have helped him, but then Bob was always trying to, t- you know, yeah. holler. Well, let me just use his money, and like, yeah. dude, come on. <laughs> but um, with Tally, she she tells Ned that she goes to San Francisco because at Thanksgiving dinner, uh, Marie tells her because um they they uh discuss that uh Tally is good with movies, you know, editing movies, mm-hmm. whatnot. And she, so she's like, you should go. You should go to a film school. You know, she starts to make excuse, but then she stops and like, you know what? There was there, there is a program. I can hear my mic. <laughs> like there's a program out there that you know I could intern and do this, do it whatnot. So when she sends the um, letter to uh, Ned, she tells him, I decided to follow my mom's dreams and go to San Francisco. And also from there, she's going to film school, you know. So she's doing good, and she also apologized for <laughs> this thing that she said that she said yeah. that she told him. She was very harsh to him, and like I said, I heard what I was saying. Mm-hmm. She felt in she put in a lot of the blanks, so he really didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. So, uh, so he he so man gets the once again he gets motivation he get he, he gets his motivation back. And because um, he, he has uh, Tally's mother's suicide note. Mm-hmm. And, and also the picture, uh, the picture of, of the bridge and how many people commit suicide. And how many, because how many people commit suicide. And if you save these people, how many people, you know, like looking at the children and whatnot, how many people you can potentially save. And yeah, because the statistics that she did was it was showing that the people that committed suicide, the death rate was. Consider higher than the people in Iraq, so yeah, because um, like it was like fifty two people a year yeah. on the bridge. But she's like, what if you know 
52 people have had these two kids and so on, so on, so on, so on, right? Obviously, right, all together, like, you'd be saving a lot more people dead who died at 9-11. So he gets motivation to, pretty much the catch and the ride, you know? He, he, See, I didn't get that. Cause, but I see it now. Yeah, because the catch and the ride, the guy will save people as they jump. Okay. Even though he particularly, he can't really save people as they jump. Uh, he he wrote these, uh, on his end of cards, Hi, how you doing? You know, let's go back to her mother's suicide note. You know, and he walked around. He walked on the bridge, and whoever, dressed up, dressed up. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if it was from a, from one of the characters from Deer Hunter. Well, that's what I said. It's that picture. Like, yeah. I never watched Deer Hunter, so I yeah. couldn't tell what part. But that character, I want to say, came never, from Deer Hunter. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe it was because he dressed up yeah. with the whole facial mustache and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and like he he walked on the bridge, looking, and he went to this, this lady who looked like who was standing on the bridge, and it looked like she was gonna jump, and he hands her the card. You know, <laughs> well she did look stressed. Yeah. She might she might have just been having a bad day. <laughs> you know, but like like it was a point of you know he found what he wanted to do that I could see people from. Jumping off, you know, commit suicide, you know. So, but the ending was was, was remarkable because I think a lot of times, because they even tell us that what what myself being in the military just uh, you know, as a supervisor, it's just like hey, you know, during deployment, just sometimes just saying hi, mm-hmm. you know. So just saying hi and hey, how are you doing? Just acknowledging, like even I think they try to say that with like kids at school who got bullied just somebody just saying hi and acknowledging people can mm-hmm. can do so much stuff because we are kind of um what's the word we're social you know so and you can change like you said just if that woman was willing to do it just holding a conversation oh hey yeah. how you doing you know <laughs> like like that goes back to Tally's mother you right because you never know and that's what they say like uh you never know uh you know, how people, what, what people's going through. Yeah, what people know. going through, you know. Even if you do say, even if they are mean to you, you never know. And I and I think I use that technique with, a, I used to like, for my for my, my group, I used to like give them birthday cards. And a lot of people tease me about it, but I had some of my um, junior sailors actually keep it. Mm-hmm. Or if I bought them cards for like, you know, if they had a death in the family, you know, it was just something. And it was like something little like that. Even though I couldn't understand, like I, my my grandparents, my grandmother's still alive. So you know, some people, um, I had a couple of people who had their grandparents who were their guardian. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's kind of <laughs> I can't relate to that. But you know, some as a car, you know, people will ask me that. I'm like, and it kind of happened to me because uh, when my father passed, even though we was kind of estranged, it still affects you. Mm-hmm. Nobody said anything to me, so. I was like, well, instead of being grown on, maybe I can do. And I was kind of, I think that was like my little mission too. It's like I decided to do the same thing to other people because I didn't want nobody to feel what I felt. Because you do feel isolated if you feel like nobody cares or nobody can relate to you. You mm-hmm. know, so. Yeah, so, what what is your overall thoughts of the movie? Well, I just explained it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of good that you. Uh, put in the gold stuff I kind of didn't see that but like I said with the ending mm. I do I do look at that and I think that's what 
I mean, the meaning that you said with that, but to me at first, the one I definitely seen that smacked me in my face was the fact that, um, you know, look out, you know, you, you, you never know what's going on in other people's lives and yeah. stuff. I think that's was one of the things that added to it. But now that we talked about the goals, I could definitely see where she was coming with that too. Yeah, um, for me, um, I, I enjoyed it a lot. I liked it. I like how they handled the characters, the story, especially going back to Ned's character. I like how they handled, <laughs> you know, a person who's has a disability, you know, and made him not the stereotypical person who's kind of slow, you know. Right. I, I, I love how they handled the character in the two. Yeah, I was about to be mad. So I was like, oh, my God, this movie. Until the football scene. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay. Because to me, it had like a Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. Uh, even in the same thing, like Forrest Gump is kind of, uh, you don't know what to expect. And it's like, it's nothing that catch your attention yeah. until like he breaks out the you know, so he got the scene where he's getting chased and he breaks out his brace and it's like, to me, that's how Forrest Gump got to me and then like the football scene when he runs the wrong way. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is similar to Forrest Gump. You know, it's like, you don't know where it's taking you at first. <laughs> and I love, I also thought that the writing was pretty good and after kind of find out, the person who wrote this, um, I think I'm what's his name, but like uh, the guy who wrote it, um, Ragu, uh, Ryo, um, uh, Ragu McFarlane, um, he actually has no IMDb credit for anything else. Like this is his first um, IMDb uh, writing credit, you know. So for him to be the first time, I guess Hollywood or you know writer. Uh, he did a pretty good job, and I felt like the direction was was also pretty good. You know, Jennifer Morrison did a good job at her first time directing. You know. Yeah, I I was amazed. I was like, wow, this is the first time. Yeah. She's gonna be one of my motivation. Mm. I'm like, man, if I can, I haven't decided if I might be the director. I had somebody that laughed at me because I was like, oh yeah, you, you know you want to be a director one day. And I was like, nah, I'm enjoying being an actor right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, um, this doesn't actually motivate me to get make my first uh, feature film. Wait, you say it is? I said, no, I said, uh, this does make me oh, uh, okay. you know, motivate me Why? to make my first make my first. Why? Because she's an actress? No, nah, it's, it's the fact of, you know, like, because it's, it's a dark comedy. <laughs> no, it's the fact that she's the first time um, director oh, okay. in a project that's this good, like that story, the acting. And then to be a success. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this is, I haven't really seen too many first time, in the, which I'm not even going to say she's a woman because that's, that's beside the point. Yeah. <laughs> that's beside the point. Um, but, like you said, it's a first-time writer, first-time director, yeah. independent, and it won, and it has good reviews. Yeah. And and the main leads aren't big, you know, right. Hollywood names, you know. Right, yeah, their name, yeah, you're right. I can get you that. The, the names are not carrying the movie. But they're doing okay, though. I mean, but I get what you're saying. It's they, not like it's yeah. Will Smith. Yeah, you know. The, the triple A's and the double A's. Yeah. It's like B's, B actors and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah. So with that, go ahead.
going to our grade one to fifteen with big um one one fifteen based on how much the movie was good to you. How how much will you pay to see this movie? Man, I'm gonna get a refund. <laughs> uh, actually, like I said, it's a, it's a not slow. So slow is not the word, but it does have a a small start. Uh, but it's still pretty good. Everything works out. And we're we going up to fifteen, maybe twelve. Oh, that's actually pretty close. So I was, I'll, I'll, I'll give it twelve, twelve fifty. What? We actually close? Oh, snap. <laughs> Woo! 50 cents don't matter, man. But 12, okay. All right, all right. Too bad you ain't got no noise button. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Hit the button. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Oh, 12. Okay, I'll, t- I'll take the 50 cents. I mean, well, I think what? That's the closest? We always been like a couple... Like yeah. two or three dollars, four dollars off, five dollars. What time did we was like five dollars off? Yeah, something like that. That romantic comedy, I know we was about five dollars. <laughs> he ain't gonna let me let that one down. <laughs> yep, you know it's a solid movie. Like I, 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 I didn't know what this movie was gonna be about when I picked it out. You know, I saw it. You know, like it, it, it looked interesting. Like, yeah, this and, is a this is a Netflix and chill. If you actually gonna watch the movie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you really have to watch this movie. Yeah. You know, it's I, I highly recommend it. But yeah, I, I definitely, good. I definitely would say this is a, you know, hey, we're not doing that. Oh well, let's see what's on TV. You know, okay, cool. I'm go. Let's go TV. Let's go watch this movie yeah. on Netflix. And it, yeah, and it, at least it's, it's it's a good enough movie that uh, you know, both. I think all genders can like it. I don't know if. I forgot what the rating was, but yeah, it's it's, it's pretty much good for teenagers, and I definitely would say. Yeah, you know, oh, I, I think it was a regular PG thirteen, like yeah. Um, it, it's not a lot of um, there's no violence. The language is pretty good. Right. There was like two, three f bombs, you know. And then the comedy actually does work. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's not forced or anything like that. You know, you don't it even expect natural. it. Yeah, yeah, you don't even. <laughs> You don't even expect it, so yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um. With that, uh, th- that will do it for this this episode. Um. Make sure you come back and join us next time on our next podcast. But uh, until then, I'm James. I'm Theo. Have a good day, y'all. James here. I just want to take a quick time out to let you know that you can support Film Nerds by becoming a monthly supporter. With that, it will allow us to keep growing and help us to create better and more content. And also, with the Anchor app, you can call in and film us become part of the, part of the podcast by weighing in on each discussion and debate. You can also leave us comments and messages um, with your suggestions on topics and different movies that you will discuss. And as we continue to grow, we thank you for your love and support.